What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Hello. Y'all, did you know that we actually have the God's Vibes podcast hotline? We're just calling it the God's Vibes hotline. The cool thing about this is that you can actually hop on a call with me and get coached and it will go live on the podcast. So if that is something that you want to do, it is totally free, but it's a beautiful way to get your questions answered. It's a way to experience coaching. It is a way to connect one-on-one and share the power of that experience with other people. So if you are bold, brave, and courageous and want to get coached on the God's Vibes podcast, make sure to fill out the God's Vibes hotline form and schedule a time. And we'll make sure that if we get it approved on our end, you'll have all the details to hop on a call live with me. It's the God's Vibes hotline. Get coached on the God's Vibes podcast. It's going to be super fun. We just got this kicked off here. So you get to join me on a call and get coached. It's awesome. Kind of like hot seat coaching. If you've ever experienced that, even if you haven't, it's going to be super fun. So book those now. They are first come, first serve. So go ahead and get those booked. The other things to know, we have a three-day challenge next week. It's called The Power of the Anointing. You're going to want to plug into that. It is inside the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, and this is a beautiful investment into yourself, into your spiritual growth, into your personal development. And I promise you, the people that actually show up on those calls go a little bit deeper than the people that just do things for free. So invest in yourself. Give yourself this beautiful gift. It amounts to about 50 cents a day. If you were to divide that out throughout an entire year, that's really a no-brainer for the value that's in there. It's actually thousands of dollars worth of value, I promise you. So get yourself plugged in there and get the benefit of these real relevant trainings that are all on different topics and the live coaching that happens in there and also guest interviews so you can benefit them from the power of their testimony. That's a lot of times how we are transformed. It starts getting our faith up starts uplifting our spirit. So it's a beautiful gift to yourself. Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. You can scoop that up. www.courageco.org is where you can get plugged in. Also, we are closing out applications for the God's Vibes Mastermind. This is your last chance to get in there. Make sure that you apply. When you apply, you have a chance to get a scholarship into the Mastermind. So that's one beautiful reason to apply. You can also pay it forward. We have a way to sew into Courage Co. if you want to gift a scholarship to somebody. I don't know if you've been on the receiving end ever of somebody giving you a powerful gift like that, but it is a blessing. It is a blessing to be able to do that. So if you want to pay it forward, you can do that as well. There is a way to sew into Courage Co. I will drop that link into the show notes, but make sure you apply to the God's Vibes Mastermind. We will personally review those. We definitely make sure that we have a right group of people inside the mastermind. So we officially start on October 9th. We are finishing this year strong. The mastermind is three months to do from start to finish, but you actually get access for an entire year with coaching every week, live coaching every week. So it's a beautiful way to build community as well. 
and you'll get a lot of time to work through the content. So make sure that you plug into that. You can see that as well, www.courageco.org. And we have another guest interview today with a dear friend, Beth, and some of her wisdom that she drops here, all of her wisdom that she drops here. (laughs) And just the power of her testimony is truly gonna bless your life. So make sure that you listen all the way through. And without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, Beth. How are you? Hey, great. It's so good to be here. This is exciting. (laughs) It truly is exciting. Tell the people who you are. Tell us a little bit about you. Hey, my name is Beth Sloan. Um, Currently, I'm a Christian life coach, which I love doing. But, you know, more than that, I'm a daughter of God. I love living the purpose that he's given me, whatever that season looks like. Uh, Every season is a little different, but, you know, he's always calling us to love the person in front of us. That's so true. So true. So tell us too a little bit about your God journey. I feel like this is so fun to hear how people have grown and grown up in God in a lot of ways, because we don't just arrive in the place that you just described. That takes a little journeying to get to. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Exactly. You are right about that. <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't I just wake up feeling that content. Right, right. right. Well, I was very blessed to grow up in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. I have godly parents who love the Lord. Um, I grew up in a Christian school, even I even started going to a Christian college. So I knew the Lord and I accepted the Lord into my life early on. Very, very thankful that I had that heritage. And uh, as a teenager, I went on a missions trip, a summer missions trip. And that's where I learned that God hears my prayers. That's where I learned that prayer changes things. And that's where I started solidifying my faith, that it was for me not just my parents. Um, I married really young. I was 18. I got married to a wonderful godly man. Thankfully, God was watching out for me. Um, And he was in the military. So we traveled for 20 years, had lots and lots of adventures. Um, About 17 years ago, he retired. So we've been settled into my hometown. Very, very thankful for that to be near my family. Um, But along the way, you know, God just keeps showing up, showing us what's next. Mm -hmm. And we live out the life he's given us in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I always knew, like when I became a wife, I knew that that was my main calling at the time. Mm -hmm. And then when I became a mother, that was added to my calling. So those are my focus at during those years. But along the way, I always knew I was called to encourage women. Okay. Whatever, whatever I was doing at the time or whatever tool that looked like, whether it was a Bible study or fitness or whatever, I knew I was called to encourage women. So that's what, um, anytime something new is put in front of me, I'm like, well, how do I use this to encourage women? I love, when did you first know that? Like, how are you like, oh, like this must be something that's to be in my life in a bigger way. Like, when did you first really start catching on to that? You know, I think I was 19. Okay. Which is very funny because I was barely a woman myself. Yeah. At that point, we were living in Germany with the military. And I remember being in, uh, we were going to the chapel on post. And I remember somehow encouraging a woman and realizing, oh, that's, (laughs) that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I, it came so naturally that I didn't think it was a big deal, but I think someone must have really appreciated the words that I gave. And then I realized, oh, there's more to this than just being friendly. Yeah. God's called me to this. Yeah. 
even back then I knew. Yeah. So, so good. And how did that lead to some of what you're doing today, right? It's another one of those things where we don't just wake up and decide I am going to be a Christian life coach, right? Like how did that happen? Right. Right. Well, of course, you know, all along the way it's friendship and then you, I'm a really good listener. Okay. So that helps. Um, For those who are into the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram nine, which I love being a peacemaker because that reflects part of who God is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, I'm also a good listener, which also helps make you go a good friend. Yeah. And so learning to be a good friend, learning to uh, listen to what God is saying in the midst of it and being able to um, care for that person in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me tell you a story. So okay. <laughs> I've used lots of tools to encourage women. Uh, for, it was fitness for a long time because I struggled with thinking that as I aged, I'm 55 now, but when I turned 40, you know, it was kind of a moment in my life, like, oh, what direction am I going with my health? Yeah. Um, and so I started taking better care of myself, um, working out more and just taking better care of myself. And so I wanted to use that to encourage women as well. So I did that for another 10 or so years okay. with different, different ways. And I loved it. Um, but, uh, it was last year. I remember it vividly. It was in June of last year, 2023, right? 2022. Cause this yeah. is 2023. <laughs> um, I was praying about moving into life coaching because I had decided to take a life coach certification because I thought it was so interesting. I had been in a life coach program before that and it had really revolutionized my life. Yeah. So I was praying like, Lord, do I move out of what I'm doing now and into life coaching? And I mean, that seems like a lot of work. Do I really want to do that? And he, it wasn't audible, but it was almost audible. He yeah. said that you were made for impact and influence. Mm. And this is what you're supposed to be doing right now is moving into life coaching. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And it was so clear and so easy to move into it. Not that they're not that everything is easy, but it was so clear. I'm like, Oh, okay. So that's what I did. And I've been doing that for about a little, it's been a little over a year and it's just, it's, I found my sweet spot. I love Love. Can you speak to that a little bit? Like helping people understand when they know that it's God and when they know that it's their sweet spot. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like that can be an area where people get hung up. Like they're still looking, they're still seeking when it's so clear, but they're not just accepting almost how simple or how clear it is. Right. I think sometimes we worry too much about what we're leaving behind. Oh, I think true. we're so afraid about giving up what we know mm-hmm. that we're not really willing to walk into what we know God has laid out for us. You know, we wonder, will the people miss us? Will they miss us? What if they don't miss us? Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of fears surrounding the what ifs, or what if it's hard that I'm walking, what I'm walking into? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of those what ifs, but when yeah. you hear it and you just immediately say, okay, God, show me what's next. I'm willing to walk. Yeah. Show yeah. me what's next. He will. Yeah. He will show you what's next and he will help you lay aside what was. Yeah. And you don't want that thing to get stale. If you hold on to it, yeah. it gets stale and like full of maggots, like the manna that the <laughs> Israelites kept too much of the next day it was ruined. He, they couldn't do anything uh, with it. Yep. And yep. God loves our obedience, mm-hmm. even when we're willing to let the, even the good thing go because he has something better. Yeah. 
So good. So how has your life changed in this new journey? What are some of the things that you've noticed so far? Oh my goodness. Um, I'm, it's, I'm very, I'm a lot more focused because okay. when you're with your client, you are focused on them. Okay. Um, as you know, that's yeah. what you do. And it's, um, it's, it can be intense, but it's, it's for short spurts, yeah. you know, yeah. versus other jobs that you might have that you work hours a day doing tasks. Mm-hmm. This is like, intense, you know, that person in front of you is God's gift to you in that moment. And you give your all to that person. Um, and I, it's for me, that's the sweet spot because I love to do that. And then I like to take, I, I don't need a lot of clients to be, um, to feel fulfilled. Now I'm willing to take, you know, several at a time, but I like, I don't mind working really hard and then resting and then working really hard and then resting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, I love the person in front of me and to see who God has made them and what he has for them. And I can see and see things in them that they can't see in themselves yet. Yeah. And it's super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like it's changed you as you deepen into it as a person? Yes. Because <laughs> honestly, I have to believe that God's given me a gift worth giving, yeah. you know, cause I don't want to waste their time. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, Oh no, God's given me this gift. It's very clear. Yeah. Um, something I've struggled with over my whole entire life, which is, will be interesting is that I'm, I don't feel like my voice matters. And so, um, he, he started speaking into that you know, slowly, but surely. And he gave me a verse. I'd like to share it with you. Yes. <laughs> um, it's from Isaiah 49 verses one and two. I'm going to read it to you. Okay. He said, before I was born, the Lord called me from my mother's womb. He has spoken my name. He made my mouth like a sharp sword in the shadow of his hand. He hid me. Mm-hmm. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. Yeah. And he keeps saying to me, Beth, I made your mouth like a sharp sword and he made me into a polished arrow. And so I even got a tattoo on my arm to remind me that he made me into a polished arrow. My words matter because he gives me the words. And when he says it's time to speak, I speak it like an arrow going out. Yes. And he's in charge of where it lands. Uh, but my part is obedience. So I feel like my words matter so much that he's given me this um, impact and influence for this season. So good. How can you speak to, to the difference between just life coaching and coaching with God? Oh my goodness. You probably have a unique perspective now. (laughs) Yeah. You know, before I go into each session, I'm like, Holy Spirit, you guide me. I have a plan. Yep. But you guide these words. And if we need to go in a different direction, you take it. And yeah. it's so cool when he he gives me the right question or the right something to just yeah. touch where they need to be touched. It it yeah. gives them the perspective. It gives them his perspective. Yes. And that's what we need. We don't need more of our own perspective. That does not bring more life. Nope. <laughs> We're already nope. stuck in that. We need his perspective. That is so good. I love it. I love it. So how to, I think it's important to know, like, how do you know what is God and what's you or what is something else? Mm-hmm. That's a good question because, you know, if I have to spend time in God's word every day, yep. 
I have to have that refreshed and renewed in me so that I'm very clear what's not from him. Yeah. If I know who he is, then I can usually tell what's not from him. Yeah. And he, um, when I stay close to him, I know his presence and I know what's a counterfeit. Yeah. And so that is the key. If we're not in God's word, we can easily be swayed because we're not sure what's really him or what just sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you keep this practice fully surrendered to him? Are there things that you do intentionally to make sure that he's the one leading and guiding the whole thing? Well, I mentioned before praying, always praying. And sometimes I'll have sessions that I'm like, Lord, I'm not sure I went the direction you wanted me to. And I lay it down again, like, okay, the next one is, is yours. Totally. I kind of took a little more control than I should have on the last one. And just, it's like a repentance, like, God, I want more of you. I don't want this to be me. And sometimes it's more me than I would like. And so it's a continual, like a renewing of my heart and my mind, giving it over again and again and again. Love that. And it's also, you're fully accountable to him, right? It's not like, you know, doing whatever you want to or feel like doing in the moment. It's like, you're fully accountable to someone and you truly want to represent him well, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I feel like you have a unique perspective on this and I I probably like value the exact same thing as you, but I believe that coaches need coaches. So I'm curious what your perspective is because we do have a lot of coaches connected to this community. So I'm just curious what your perspective is. Every coach needs a coach, (laughs) whether you're a life coach or you're other, some other kind of coach, you need someone asking you the questions that you need someone with a God perspective for you. We don't know all the answers. We don't have all the answers to the questions. We need someone else seeing our blind spots because we have them. Yeah. And um, I, I even need practical advice when we've coached together. I've asked practical things from a coach that's been doing this a whole lot longer than I have. And it's been so helpful. I didn't have to keep going down a path that wasn't working because you were like, oh, we'll try this. I'm like, oh, well, that was easy. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> it's it's invaluable. Yes, 100%. And how do you, because I feel like this is important because not just like you would choose a therapist or just like you would choose a coach, you have to vet them so somehow, right? So how did you know to work together? Or like, how did you vet that just so people can understand and kind of be like, yeah or no? Like, how can right. they... Having- so you're talking about when, when I chose you to work together, Yeah. Well, I don't even know how I found you. Of course, that's a God thing, right? Always a God thing. And I remember, I think it was, it was six months ago or so. I, I was sick on a Wednesday and I think that's when you have your prayer calls. Yeah. So I was able to be home. Yeah. I happened to be home and I'm like, I'm going to jump on her prayer call. Yeah. And I, I'm like, oh my goodness, she's a woman of God. She is the Holy Spirit's all over her. She is a prophetic voice. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I was looking for. And God just dropped it in my heart. Like, why don't you check her out and see if this would be a good fit? And yeah. so we just connected, talked a little bit. Yeah. And I just knew, yeah, this is yeah. for this time. This is for me. And yeah. I needed someone who was different than I was, you know, that didn't think exactly like I was already thinking, yeah. but who had the Holy Spirit on her side. And thought, and I knew you thought even bigger than I did. And I needed that. I wanted that. Oh my gosh. You just gave people so many good gold nuggets, (laughs) right? Like if you've ever wondered, like, 
how to get to the world might call it your next level or or to these next places, the more that you know that God always has for you, because we go from strength to strength and glory to glory, he will give you things to do. Like I love for you, it was so simple. It was almost like breadcrumbing you. He's like, go mm-hmm. to this prayer call, go listen to this thing, go do this thing. And every time he was affirming you or letting you know that this is the path, walk this way. So just for people to hear, I think that's really important. And to really distinguish what is it that I'm craving? Does this person actually carry an authority and anointing, a gifting in that area? Because if they don't, right, is that really going to serve me in this mission that I'm on? And it's so important to get connected to the right people. Yes, yes, exactly. And I also listened to your podcast and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we got to work together. We got to figure this out. So we gotta work on these things. Yeah. Too, since you have the unique perspective of knowing God so early, right? How has your ability to really sense Him, hear Him, respond to Him? How has that evolved? Because I feel like that's so helpful for people that really want to grow in relationship and closeness with Him. How has that mm-hmm. evolved for you? Mm-hmm. I think one thing that helped me a lot was when I was eighteen getting married, we moved away, we moved to Germany. So I wasn't around the voices that normally I would go to for advice, for help. So I had to rely on the Lord. You know, um, I had to get his help versus running straight to my parents who were good. I mean, they had good answers for me. But back then you didn't make phone calls because it was very expensive to call back home. So God helped me to have to rely on him. And it was a really good thing. And then it just grew from there. Um, And I'm very thankful to have a husband who also relies on the Lord. And he even helps me to keep like, I'll be asking him things and like, he'll say, okay, what does God say about this? And I'm like, oh, that's right. Let's (laughs) let me figure that one out first. (laughs) So good. You're like, dang it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wanted a quick answer from you. Right, right. (laughs) I love so how has that evolved to the prophetic because I even know for me like I didn't there was a time where I had no idea what that even meant or what that was so how did that involve like really evolve to this hunger to hear God in a different way because the prophetic isn't just what people are googling or seeking out on their own God is literally creating that hunger in them Mm -hmm. right like the rhema word of God is the word for now right is that do I have that right? Yeah. Um, I I truly believe that there's the written word of God, which is, I believe is the word of God, but I also believe there are current words that align with his word. They yeah. never contradict the word, but he will give a current word to you for what's happening now. And it sits in your spirit like, oh, that's from the Holy Spirit. And I want that because I don't, I want to be guided each moment. Like with it's in a coaching session, I don't have time to look up a verse, but he will drop in me. He'll say, remember, or ask this question, do this. And it wasn't from me. um, But I, I know I sense his spirit. I know when it's there because I've practiced it. The more you practice it and even being willing to be wrong, (laughs) that's, that's a challenge to say, yes. well, I think God's saying this, but let's see. Yep. And it's being willing to be wrong. Yep. But it's a practice. Yes. I love that you said that in a lot of prophetic training, we call it crossing the chicken line. <laughs> you pictured like this chicken crossing the road, like instead of going back and forth, back and forth, you just cross the chicken line. You just go out and do the thing. So we encourage risk. We encourage making mistakes because it's only when you really step out do you find out like was that god was that more me like you start to 
test and see what is God and what's not. And you start getting fine-tuned hearing, sensing, perceiving, knowing, you start really tightening all of that so that Mm -hmm. you can respond well and listen when he says. And sometimes he's so funny that he brings opportunities around again. Like we know we missed it. And he's like, no worries, here go, do it again. Like, it's really interesting how he does it. An example would be somebody going to the grocery store and God is highlighting somebody to them to like speak an encouraging word into their life. And they're like, no, I'm uncomfortable. They just kind of like walk past and they're like, oh, they can't let it go. They can't shake it. And then they see that person again somewhere else, maybe later that day or the next day. And God's like, yeah. you got to do it now. Yes. <laughs> right. So oh, he'll yes. have a way of like continuing to grow mm-hmm. you and nurture you into doing mm-hmm. these things that he's guiding you into. And sometimes we make it really complicated and yeah. often it's not. Yes. Like today, God put it on my heart that each person I see is not a distraction. It's because each person was made in the image of God, right? Whether we think they're important or not, they're important to God. So I was going through a drive-thru. There was the guy handing me my money. I just started chatting with him. He's not somebody I would have normally talked to, but his face lit up because I noticed him and I I was tickled. And that's part (laughs) of like, I got to see him the way God sees him for just a moment. And, um, it matters how we show up, even if it's just a friendly smile, that's what Jesus would have done to that young man. And we get to be that. And I love, I don't always do it, but today I was like on my game. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) we get better and better. We're like, yes, yes, yes. So good. And I just love how, how faithful God is in doing that too. It's I've used the example of being almost like a hose, right? The things that we desire, we receive them and giving them like, you know, if if we really want love, if we let the love flow through us, like a, a water going through a hose, we actually, it has to get through us. So we experience love as we're giving it. And that's the most profound thing. So it's always, you give what it is that you want to receive and you get blessed double right? Because not only is it flowing through you, God's love is flowing through you to this person, but then you see their reaction and you're just, to your point, like, what? Like, it's phenomenal what happens. And you have no idea what that person was thinking, what they were feeling, what they were combating, what the enemy was telling them, what they're up against. And they just needed you to say something. And God is so good. that it will make it words that resonate exactly with what they need to hear. Mm -hmm. It's wild how it does it. It's just, it's one of those things. It's our obedience is literally that serious, but it's so simple that a child can do it. Yes. Right. It's so simple. And that's why we need to be more childlike when it comes to the things of God, specifically his kingdom, right? Like it's not something to overthink. It's not even something to question. You just do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. I love what you were saying too. And I feel like, I don't even know if you noticed you said this, but I think one of the most important roles that you said at the very beginning is definitely being a daughter, but you keep highlighting friendship. And so you become a better friend by being a friend of God. So I'm curious if you can speak to that a little bit, because I feel like that is one of our most sacred roles too, just to be a friend of God in our life, which allows Mm -hmm. us to be really, really powerful in relationship too. Mm Mm-hmm. When I think of being a friend of God, I think of recognizing who we are, how who he's made us to be. And we get, um, we un- when we understand who we are, we don't have to prove ourselves to anyone else. And that's the best friend. Yeah. 
you know, the people that know who they are and they can just love the person in front of them versus trying to uh, win their love or prove that they are good enough or there's no contest. Yeah. When you show up fully, you knowing you're a friend of God, he's told you who you are. Yeah. You're like, awesome. Now I can love the person in front of me even better. Yeah. 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 So what are some qualities do you think of a good friend for people? Cause I feel like this is the nature of this question. So you have context. Mm -hmm. I feel like the world is starved for really anointed, powerful, deep friendship for connection, for community. And it all starts with being a good friend. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't admit that we're not one, that we're Mm -hmm. not, you know, maybe present, that we're not open, that we're not available, that we're not contributing a whole lot, right? That we're not like a fun person to be around. Sometimes we have to look at these things that are actually cutting off friendship in our life. So I'm just curious to you, what, what have you identified as really strong qualities of friendship? Seeing the best in the other person. So good. Um, not being a complainer. <laughs> also love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, taking the time to spend with them when you can, but not feeling guilty when you can't. Not yeah. being needy and clingy, but showing up just who you are when when you can be together and um, celebrating well. Whatever that looks like for you, whether you like celebrating birthdays or maybe you just celebrate at random times, but celebrating with each other when it when is the right thing to do. I I have a few people that I celebrate birthdays with, but I don't celebrate everybody, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to when I'm with someone to to be all in with yeah. that person, yeah. not being distracted by my phone, not being uh, distracted about who what's going on on, but just sharing my life and sharing theirs and really caring about that person, asking good questions, um, being, a, and being available. I mean, availability is a tough one these days. Yes. Um, we're, we can all be pretty busy and I don't like that word. Um, but availability is really a key aspect to that. I love that. I love it. I think you just gave people to a template to relationship with God indirectly, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about all these qualities, I think it's important when you think about, okay, if you don't have a relationship with God, start thinking about relationships that you do have in your life that are bringing life to you, right? And like what's required of you to maintain those. They don't just happen, right? So it's, are you fully present with anybody in your life? And what would that look like to start getting present with God? So Mm -hmm. you think, read his word, Mm -hmm. praise, right? Or celebration is a beautiful thing. Are you praising God? Are you worshiping God? Are you celebrating what he is doing versus focusing on what's going wrong or what's still not done yet or what he hasn't answered or responded to yet, according to your sight, right? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) because even when we don't see it, he's working, right? Or how much time are you actually giving to God? And what is the quality of that time, right? Like, are you on your phone? Are you texting other humans? Are you like suddenly over here on the social medias? Are you actually like with God in his word, asking him questions, listening for what he might have to say, not just what you have to say. These are all really beautiful things that if you just took some of what you just said out loud and put it on a template for relationship with God, you would know how to get closer and how to mm-hmm. have that intimacy and that real support in your life that is always available, whether we pursue yeah. it or not. 
That is so good. And then not showing up with God, just complaining, like our long list of complaints, (laughs) but but saying, okay, God, I want to, I want to spend time with you. I want to see what you have to say to me. And a lot of that's from God's word. Some of it's from prayer. Some of it's just from sitting quietly. Yes. And um, that's one of my, I, I love my morning times with God. It's like, precious to me (laughs) and so it's um I think that fills me up for the day so that I have some overflow to give and if I miss that time you know I'm like a little on edge and like okay God I know it's I know he and I are fine but my soul gets filled up when I spend time with him yes in a way that it doesn't get filled up otherwise for sure. And everything is constantly like pulling on the soul too, right? So yes. if we're not being renewed in our mind, if we're not being stabilized in our emotions, if our heart isn't staying pure, it's like, we're going to look like we haven't spent any time with God, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That's going to be evident on our lives. We're not going to be a good representation or reflection if we're not connected to right. him. Anyway. Right. One of the things I'm thinking about because of your beautiful background is how you've actually made it easy to come into his presence. So can you talk about that too? Like your cozy spot where you can bring, you know, your favorite drink with you. Like talk about like how you can actually make that easy for yourself versus a sort of like religious to do a listo task item. Right, right. So for me, where I spend my quiet time is actually in my sunroom. I okay. I go out there and I've made it beautiful, kind of like my office. I've made it a beautiful space yeah. and I love to go there. I sit on my cozy couch. I drink my coffee. I have everything set up, my journal, my Bible, anything. I, I even light a candle now because yeah. it, I like the scent to remind me that I'm in this time with God. And um, I can see outside. I love nature. And that brings a lot of life to me. And so he's always like reminding me, look, Beth, that look what I've made just for you. Yeah. Look at those birds. They don't worry. So why are you worrying? Yeah. Uh, look at that squirrel. They're having so much fun. Yeah. How could you have be more fun today? Yeah. You know, and he, I, the, the, atmosphere does matter. Just like my bedroom. I'm with my husband. I want it to be a sanctuary. And so I don't let it get cluttered. I let it to, I want it to be pretty. So my time with the Lord, my space, I don't want it to be cluttered. I want it to, I want to walk into that each morning and feel already refreshed. Yes. This is so good. And I think it makes it so much easier to show up. It actually becomes like what you're describing is something that you look forward to. And that doesn't, for the record, have to be something, you might not have a beautiful sunroom at your house, but that could be your car, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. That could be your closet. That could be anything. Like you can literally make that space and bring things into it that make it easy for you to show up. Like I always have um, a devotional in the Bible in my car console right? Mm. So if I'm stuck somewhere unexpectedly, I'm not going to like suddenly pout or be disappointed. I'm just going to be like, oh, clearly I need to be focusing and getting in the word right now. It's exactly what I'm going to do, right? Or, you know, I will have the declaration deck so I can be constantly rehearsing truth, right? Like when you have these interruptions, you can still be ready. So make yourself ready, right? Like do what you need. Just like if you were going to work out the next day and that's already hard for you, lay it all out, set the alarms, like literally like prepare yourself, have like your water bottle out, whatever you got to do, like have it ready to literally usher you in. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we make it again way harder. And I think it's, 
significant to think about because so many things can feel like just things we have to do or we should be doing. And this should never feel like that. Right, right. <laughs> and it's it's really good if you don't already have a practice, a morning or a practice with the Lord is to start with five minutes. Yes. That's okay. Yes. Just take five minutes, read a, a, a verse in the Psalms and thank God for whatever it said. That is a, an incredible start. Yeah. You don't, yeah. it doesn't have to be an hour long process. Yeah. Just wherever you can start is beautiful. I love that. I love that. What can you sense that God is working on in this season or really partnering with you to do in this season that you're in right now? Um, showing up. Right. So that's <laughs> along with, <laughs> along with struggling to use my voice, right. I also struggle to show up in life. I have a very extroverted husband who always knows what he wants to do. So I, it's easy just to go along with him. Honestly, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. We have a great time. Yeah. But I realized I, I need to know, I also need to know what I need and want and all that because I matter, my voice matters. Yes. And God isn't calling me just to follow. He's also calling me to lead. Yes. And so uh, continually showing up in my life, um, letting people know how what God is doing in my life, um, being present not just with clients, but with the people in my life. Um, because honestly, it's easier to not do it. I don't, Yeah. just to be totally honest, yeah. it's just easier not to. Yeah. Um, I'm in an empty nesting season now, so we don't have any kids at home. They're all grown. And so um, I have plenty of time. Time is not the issue. It's the reminding myself, Beth, it matters that you show up today. So whatever God is, calling me to do that day, I show up for it. How has re he redefined? Because I find that he does this. I mean, he's Jehovah sneaky, but I find that he like redefines words as we know it, right? So the world might have this way of showing up. Like I'm hearing things like 10 it, hustle harder, right? Or just action, 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 whatever that is. So I'm just curious how he's redefined what it means to show up. Right. No, show up for me does not mean hustle. I okay. am not a hustler. In any <laughs> and that is for some people, but it's not. Right. So I think it's important. Right. For me, it means uh, doing what's in front of me, like what needs to be, even if it's making the meal for that evening. I'm not, I don't love cooking, but yeah. sometimes it's time to cook, yeah. you know, to show up and do it with my whole heart as serving the Lord, glorifying God in all that I do. And also when I'm resting, it's okay to rest. But if it's time to be working, it's time to be working. Um, so showing up for me means looking at my planner and doing what it said. Yeah. Because honestly, it's easier just not to. And some people are driven and they do me maybe more than they should. Well, I'm kind of the opposite. It's easier for me to do less than I should. So God's always saying, okay, Beth, time to show up. So good. <laughs> But I think that that's, that's interesting because this is another way to just expose that God's growth plan looks so much different than how we might see personal development or self-help. Like God has something that he kind of like puts his finger on. He's like, hey, this thing, we're going to work on that, right? Yes. We're going to work on how you find it so easy to not do these things. We're going to actually support yes. you and strengthening you and showing up in these specific ways. Now, while that's true for you and your season, that might not be what somebody else is on and that is okay, but that's also 
really exposing that it's so important that we're hearing for ourselves what God's plan is for us in our season so that we can really embrace it and not miss out. Like there's no FOMO in God, right? There's nothing we can miss out on unless we're trying to live somebody else's life. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That is so true. It's so true, right? Like when I think about the way of the world and like, I feel like one of the things that you hold so beautifully is just being in a place of peace. You have a lot of poise and a lot of presence and all that you do. And I think that that's such a gift, right? Because when you think about how the world moves, there's pressure, there's force, there's like this pace that doesn't make sense. Like it could lead anybody to stumble and to fumble for sure in their life. And it just destroys them because we're not meant to really live under the influence of that level of pressure all of the time Mm -hmm. or move at that speed all the time. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times it's just exposing that we're not in faith at all. Mm -hmm. And we're not being led by God at all because he doesn't move that way. So I'm just curious too, how you've got to this place of just being peaceful and poised and trusting him to that degree that you can move by grace and not give in to this. I'm missing out on something in my life and I have to go chase it. I think partly it's by um, accepting how God made me. Yeah. I'm not a fast paced person. Yeah. I'm actually a slower paced person, but kind of like slow and steady wins the race. Yes. That has been my motto for years. And that works for me because that's how God made me. Yes. If I try to go too fast, I burn out really fast and then it gets ugly, you know, but if I keep my slow and steady pace and keep showing up yes. and doing what he's called me to do in that moment, then it's exactly right. I've done what I was supposed to do that day. And for me, relationship, I'm thankful I get to focus a lot on relationship, whether it's with my kids or grandkids or daughters-in-law, I'm very thankful. I, I have three sons yeah. and now I have two daughters-in-law and a fiance. And I'm just very thankful that I get to pour into women's lives now that they're part of my family. So. And God's teaching me a lot there as well. Um and I've gotten off the subject. I don't remember what I was saying. No. That's, that's what God's calling me to do is love the people in yeah. front of me. And I, I, I'm a slower paced person. And actually, I like me. Yeah. I don't need to be somebody else. Uh-huh. I don't need to perform at the level of other people. But I also don't need to um, judge them for performing at a different level. Because God made them different. Yes. And yeah. when we get to see when we get to love each other for who God made each other, it's such a beautiful thing. I I might be a hand and someone else is a foot and someone else is the brains. Like that's okay. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Celebrating diversity of all of God's expression. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love that you're saying this. I feel like it's bringing some, many people so much freedom when they're comparing themselves to other people on the internet or looking at what success looks like or doesn't look like. And there's just not this freedom just to be like, Hey, God is the one, right. That raises one up and sets another down. Like God is the one that controls this whole thing. Like apart from him, we're nothing and can do no good thing. So while you're out here looking and studying all these other people, right. Mm -hmm. God just wants you to look to him and look at his example and trust him to prepare you and nurture you. Like acceleration, the fastest way to get to your next place is embrace God's process with you. Yes. That's acceleration. 
Uh-huh. It's not comparing yourself to other people or trying to move at their pace or copy what they're doing. Like that actually slows you down, right? Mm-hmm. But when you actually get apart with God, mm-hmm. consecrate yourself, right? Intentionally in some kind of way, even if it's five minutes, you start to see what he wants to do with you and how he wants to grow with you and partner with you to create the good plan he already made for you. Like right. it's inevitable and he wants to walk you straight into it but you just want to run into another plan and that never works. So I think it's so good to just embrace who you are and what you said, love who you are, like actually enjoy who you are. Like what a wild concept, like Mm -hmm. actually have fun and enjoy how God made you versus constantly thinking that you don't meet some mark or standard that we don't even know whose that is, or that you're not supposed to be the unique way that God formed, shaped and anointed you when that's exactly who you're supposed to be. And things will work when you just be that, like mm-hmm. that and be all there. I think it's so good that you're highlighting these simple truths to people. And mm-hmm. I want to, you kind of went here, but I feel like this is for somebody and it needs to be said. How do you take on almost being like a bonus mom? I, I kind of see myself as that because I get to be a mom to them as well. I feel lucky. I didn't have to raise them. But I get them when they're women and these amazing women just walk into my life. I feel so blessed and privileged. Like the, the women before me have done their job. And now I get to just hold these precious gifts and to love them and to um, build even more of who they already are. Speak into their life. What I see them, how I see them loving well, how I see them showing up for their lives and, and champion, championing them, championing them. Championing. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, I mean, I do love them, but I also love that my husband, that my sons chose them. Yes. And I want to encourage my sons. You did a great job. Um, she's a good wife. You're a good husband, you know, building up those truths and, um, and loving them in their unique ways. Yes. I feel like this is a gift that you see this this way and that you are honored to show up in this way. Mm-hmm. And it's rare. And I think this is one of the reasons why it needs to be highlighted because sometimes, you know, a stepmother might, might be come into someone's life and she feels like, oh, well, I'm not their actual mom. So I have no influence here. I shouldn't contribute in any sort of way when that's like the biggest lie of the enemy. Right. Or, you know, there's, there's a lot of women that haven't been mothered and they're missing such a huge piece in their life. And it's, you know, sometimes when they do get married and they get a bonus mom, like it's the best gift that they could receive and God can redeem so much. So I feel like it's so important to highlight that this is an opportunity not to overlook or not to miss because God truly knows how he's bringing things together. We just really need to pay attention and Mm -hmm. respond to what he's doing. Yes. Yes. And I've learned to, to not have expectations of what they're supposed to be because, um, I don't know what they're supposed to be, but I know what I want to be as a mother-in-law. I know how I want to show up and I get to be that and build that relationship. Now my, I love my daughters-in-law. They're fantastic. But, um, I think sometimes where we get um, caught up is when we expect them to be something. And then we get disappointed. Like that's never a great place to be. Ever. Yeah. That's so good. So 
what I'm hearing too. It's almost like deciding who you're going to be in advance. Yes. Relationship and just leaving space and grace for people to be who they are. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And being okay when you mess it up, you know, you're going to mess it up and then keep coming back saying you're sorry, you know, doing better the next time and just keep showing up. Like I said, keep showing up. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I, I have this lesson. <laughs> yeah, I have not done it perfectly, but that's okay. We learn and we, we're actually closer because um, we've messed it up and then we apologize and we grow and learn. Yeah, that's amazing. I love. So can you see even beyond this season what God wants to usher you into and what he's getting you prepared or excited about? You know, that is a good question. Um I love the season I'm in with the emptiness because there's lots of flexibility with travel and visiting. I have one son and his family in Colorado, so we get to visit them some. Um, I have one son in Spain, so we visit him and one son that lives locally. So it's such a, I mean, I, it's such a gift. Yeah. Um, I love to travel with my husband. I, we have such a good time together. Yeah. I. And I feel like God's just going to bring up more opportunities for my husband and I to, to minister together. Uh, we're both very excited about that. In fact, a couple of weekends ago, we were able to minister together at this women's hike. It's a Christian women's hike that we worked on together. And it was such a gift. And, um, and we were both said, we both said, this is what we want to do, whatever that looks like ministering together. So I think there'll be more opportunities for that. I'm even hearing young couples. Mm, yes. Yes. We've been pouring into some young couples and we really love it, especially those couples that are so hungry yeah. for um, some direction. And I'm hearing like the phrase, helping them embrace the adventure. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So for sure, I'm seeing that for both of you, right? Like, because it's another rare gift, right? To, to be in relationship and love it and have so much fun together all these years later, right? Or to really spur each other on in, in godly ways. I feel like the world is starved for that kind of example. And genuinely, young couples want that. Like nobody wants to go along in their relationship and find out that they're not meant to be together. There's so many things preventing them, whether they're unequally yoked or just things that the enemy's trying to do addiction all sorts of things right that just draw people together and divide them it's like when they see an example that in and of itself you're just sitting there being a testimony first of all right and then you have all of this direction that will just help them embrace the adventure so that's what i feel like god is definitely moving on that for you oh i love that yeah yes <laughs> they could be in colorado in spain wherever right. you need to be yeah <laughs> right <laughs> i love it i love that that's so fun so fun. And I told you, I was going to ask you this question, but what I love to ask, because I feel like it gets so simple is many, many years from now, when you're with Jesus, you can't leave any of your beautiful work in the world. Okay. But you can leave a piece of advice that will totally transform people's lives in the course they take. What would you tell them? So I was thinking about that. And for myself personally, it would be that your voice matters. Um, so even when I was, you know, a young adult, I didn't just have to follow yeah. my voice mattered along the way. Um, and it's funny, I can't even think of specific times, but I, I believed my voice didn't matter. So I didn't use it. Um, so I would have changed that belief that no, you were put on, put on this earth 
and that your voice matters, not to yell and scream and make your voice known, but yep. when it's, when God says to speak, you speak yep. and to, and to know that a little earlier, but you know, God's timing is always right. Yeah. So I can't even complain, yeah. but I want even young people to know their work the what they do for the Lord, what they're called to do matters even early on. It doesn't, you don't have to wait till your 30s, 40s for you to have an impact. Yes. So good. So good. Ah, well, first I want to honor you and then I want to hear how people can connect with you. But I feel like there is such a, it's almost like a newfound confidence in you, such a peace, such a security, such a freedom that is so radiant and beautiful to see. And so I just want to acknowledge that in you. And I'm so, so honored to be a part of your journey and to hear how God is using you and what he's starting to stir up in you. It is so, so exciting. And it's just so fun to see you in the fun and enjoying mm. your adventure. So thank you so much for sharing with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and how can people connect with you? Yeah. So um, for my coaching, I'm with Beth Sloan Coaching and Sloan is spelled S-L-O-A-N, BethSloanCoaching.com. That's how you can get in touch with me. Or on Instagram, I'm an easy Beth, the number four, Jesus. Yes. Beth, number four, Jesus. That's an easy find. That's where I am. Um I, I work with Christian women, and um, if you are interested or even just want to follow me, there's always something fun happening over there. Yeah, there's always an adventure to, to catch. That's around. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing all of this wisdom, all of this insight with everybody. It's been an honor having you on the podcast. And I just want to let you know, I've already told you, but being on a podcast was on my bucket list. And I've had like multiple bucket list items happen this year. Yes! I'm like, oh my goodness, God is like making things happen faster and faster. It's very interesting. Yeah, I think there's a sense of urgency on just what God is doing in general. So I think it's important to understand that. I know for me, like we we say in like our community over here, when people actually like get deeper into it, that it's almost like you get on that roller coaster and your cheeks are going back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your like, hair is flying. Like all of a sudden you were on like the old like riggedy pranking roller coaster that's just like we think it's going to fall apart it's like built with like wood and steel right uh -huh. you get the new ones uh -huh. and they crank you up the hill <laughs> flip you around it's kind of like how god is moving and so it's almost like when you start embracing his process and get serious about him he gets serious about you and he starts wow. moving in a short period of time what you could never do on your own and it's important because his work is important yes right? people getting to him is his heart, right? Yes. So he needs laborers. The harvest yes. is full, but the laborers are few. So everybody is starting to wake up. Everybody's starting to desire spiritual journeying, like going within, starting to understand, okay, there's more happening than just what I'm seeing on TV, what I'm like seeing in the physical, like there's way more to pay attention to that's probably way more real than even anything that I'm seeing here. And how do I do that? right? And they've probably found that all their idols aren't solid. So right. uh -huh. <laughs> yes, we need, we need people that, that are laborers that have gone on their own journey that are healthy, right. That also have God's heart because he doesn't want ministers without his heart. And that's a big right. assignment. So yeah, he's, he's speeding people up for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. It's exciting.
Yes. Well, thank you so much, Beth. <laughs> it's been really fun. Thanks for having me on. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.